With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey guys, this is Mike Badano, and you're listening to Sarcastic Remarks on 365 Sportscast Radio Network. It went all the way to one this time, I, at I least. Know, Normally it skips two and one. I know, it almost always goes to six, for you at least. I never see six when we... Stars win! Oh gosh, that was that. <laughs> We're all wearing... Six to oh. three! Ha! Stars win, final score, six to three, in... And actually finish it in the third period. So Line who? Right, exactly. <laughs> and uh, tonight, Chris and I are joined by our own father, David Chambers. So everybody, welcome David to the podcast. Hi, say hi, Dad. Howdy, howdy, everybody. So he's going to be an extra voice for, especially for me tonight, because I didn't get to watch, like, really, really watch the game. So because uh, Ryan's not committed. Oh, it's called a job. Which you know nothing about, so shh. Bro, I do have a job. I was watching it during my job, so. You mean mean the job where you're supposed to answer phones, but really you sit there on your phone and do nothing at the tech department? Uh, No, I stole the computer while I was watching the hockey game, so. (laughs) Money, money. Well, what kind of computer? I don't remember. I think it was a service book, but who cares? A service book? I don't even know what that is. It's because you're dumb. I know. You're stupid, Ryan. Only sometimes. You know Joe Pavelski is good at hockey. Okay. Know, right? Yeah, you know who wasn't stupid? <laughs> points? Are you kidding me? Again? What is happening? He's going for the Calder. We already, we already said that. <laughs> it seems like it because like, he should have stopped by now. I know. Like, you know <laughs> this does it, not it, make sense. You know, if it, wasn't for, uh, if it wasn't for Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl and Edmonton, everybody would be talking about Joe Pavelski and how he's playing. He's 36 years old. He is 36 years old, and he's leading the Stars with 14 points and seven. He's basically dead. <laughs> when, it, when, it, when it comes to hockey players, it definitely is. So he, uh, he's got an even seven for both goals and assists uh, so far this season. And, uh, you know, Bonus had an interesting comment in the postgame show. Uh, yeah, it's great that he's putting up all these points and everything. But that's not even the thing that Bonus really cared about. It's the it's the character that he's showing, and he, it's the leadership that he's showing on this. Well, yeah, that's the real big thing because that's not his job, <laughs> right? <laughs> like no, we didn't sign him. Yeah, I mean we didn't sign him to score all the goals on our team. But I mean <laughs> he, he's the point leader right now. So I mean I'd be fine with that. <laughs> no Tyler Sagan. We got a Joe Pavelski to fill to fill the slot, but. He's got over 20 minutes of ice time per game average right yeah, now. Yeah, that's the crazy thing. He's 36 and has 20 minutes per game? Well, what, what is going on? Well, when he's when he's scoring at an average of two points per game, then Put yeah, him back on the game. ice, man. It's, he's, yeah, the way he's playing demands him to be out there, but there's like, like there's no way he should be 
keep going out there. This yeah, kid, we... he at least got a little bit of a break. He got 1540 tonight, it looks like. But, oh, yeah, really? the, the past three, he had 20. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I think that's just... just because we have a bin back. <laughs> we just got to accept the fact that uh, that he's better than uh, than we thought he was going to be. We we bought him for the playoffs last year. We knew we bought him for the playoffs. That's what all, that's what we said. It took him a year to get acclimatized. His only first yeah. time out of San Jose, right? And now he's just on fire. It's that, that's what it seems like. Awesome. It seems like it took him that year to figure it out, and now he's fully figured out where he slots in on this team. And he like, lit, lit up the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. I don't expect this kind of scoring to keep going. I mean, ob- it's obviously not at this pace because he is like at 140 point pace right now in a 56 game season. But so that's obviously not going to happen. But like, if he can keep any kind of similar pace to this, that would be outstanding. I mean, and we really didn't expect this out of him at all. Like, not even nope. the slightest. And we all knew that he was going to. Maybe we should have. And, and maybe you're right, but <laughs> but it seems like he's got himself the perfect situation for his age and where he's supposed to be right now. It's called and a it, John Klingberg. <laughs> yeah, that helps too. Yeah, so he, it right. does seem like Klingberg is always assisting his goals. So both of them tonight were from Klingberg, but it seems like throughout the games it's been Klingberg. <laughs> it's been Klingberg, yeah. So let's talk about that uh, connection between. Um, the defenseman that uh, Joe Pavelski used to have, and then um, you know now that slot has been filled by John Klingberg. So when he was in San Jose, he had that connection with Brent Burns, who is arguably one of the best offensive defensemen uh, in the league. Maybe not so much recently, but definitely over a course of the past five years. And that's what made Joe Pavelski, you know, score 37 goals as a 34-year-old. So it was just all those tips out in front. So I think it just took a while for specifically Kleinberg to set up that chemistry and that uh, relationship with Pavelski before that they could connect on those goals. And now, you know what would be even scarier is that if Miro can start doing that as well. So, I mean, can you imagine having two people able to throw the puck through bodies and you just got to get your stick on it and hope it deflects in? Um, yeah, that would be absolutely legit. Yeah, it seems like so we've we've seen Razor the past couple of games kind of continue to point out how Klingberg seems to always get it past that first shot blocker. So maybe that really is what's helping Pavelski's point streak right now because it really, I I don't know, man. It, it doesn't seem like they're all deflections though. It seems like mostly he's just <laughs> he's shooting, right? The so, two tonight were <laughs> two tonight were deflections, but the other ones the other ones seemed to be just shots. So. Yeah, I don't know. Tonight, definitely having a great deflector and a great—I don't know what you'd call it—deflector setup shot. <laughs> I don't know, but setup man. setup man, setup. Yeah, having a great, great setup man to get past the first shot blocker is definitely a, a good recipe. You know what I thought was funny was uh, his both of his shots stole tips from Radulov. Radulov could have tipped either of those. Rads could have had a goal there. And at the end of the game, he's skating for the empty net. What does he do? Dumps it he off to Radulov. <laughs> Gives it to Rads. Let's Rads get a goal. I thought that was pretty cool. Yep, that was yep. really cool. I mean, he could have gotten the, the hat trick. We were, he we were yelling at the screen, shoot it, shoot it. And he, he just passes to Radulov. Like, oh, come on. But then I thought about what had happened earlier and went, oh, well, maybe. (laughs) 
Yeah, that's just payback for for the goals that he stole from Raduloth. <laughs> that first one went through Rad's hands. I mean, it went between his stick and his hands, between his hands, and just right into the goal. Wow, cool. Okay, <laughs> like that. So, uh, and and like you said, that second goal was literally identical. And uh, it, I mean, obviously, the second one was a power play goal, but regardless, it was it was it was. Like, same shot, same side. Radulov taking the taking the eyes away from the goalie and bloop, right in the short side of the net. Right, Perfect. and I was I was literally looking, watching it, and kind of glancing back and forth with what I was doing. And I, I looked Did back and like, oh, they're showing they're showing a replay <laughs> of the first goal. And then I look at the nope. score and I'm like, wait, what happened? <laughs> it the exact same goal. So I was really confused for a second. So uh, it was awesome. Good tips yeah, by. Joe Pavelski has just been an, has been the star of this team, you know, uh, at the beginning of the season. And you know, we all said that at the beginning of the season, if we were going to even have a remote shot of of being a, like a top team in this uh, division, that Hudobin was going to have to be our best player. And Hudobin's been great, and Ottinger had a good game tonight too. But by far, Joe Pavelski has been our best player. So far, yeah. Period. That's definitely on, true. On, on the defensive side of the puck, on the offensive side of the puck, he's noticeable all over the ice. He's getting the tips like he did when he was in San Jose, and it's finally making that connection that he was originally thought to have when uh, we first signed him. Just yeah, and, and let, let, let's remind everybody from the preseason podcast that Chris was right. We needed one of the many amazing players that we have to start scoring goals the way that they totally can. And that has been Joe Pavelski and Denis Gurionov so far this season. Well, and get this stat. And that's why we're winning so many games is because we got two guys going right now. And pretty much all the forward, like, no one's in a slump right now that should be scoring goals. Um, so yeah, here, here's we, an we always get six goals, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Lucky, so, right? so that's funny you mentioned that because that was the stat I was going to point out. This is something I saw on Twitter. So uh, this is the third time this season in seven games that the Stars have scored six or more goals. Last season, last season, two it took us. No, it took us. Uh, it took us all the way till we had. I think it was fifty-four. We had fifty-four games before we had three games with six or more goals, and we've done it in the first seven. I like this better. Do, do you think bonus? <laughs> is, do you think bonus has done something with the stars team and kind of involved this defense? I think so. Definitely it is. Yeah, I think I hundred percent give that to bonus. Finding the offense through the defense was the was the big thing in this one. I think because we have we have the best defenseman in the league in in my opinion. But so really finding a way to make the offense go through them first was the big key because they were already great defenders and we know they were great puck, mo- puck movers too. But just changing the whole offense to where that's the main focus, and it's not just four checkers trying to make nice passes to each other. Mm-hmm. It's just it's four check the puck, get it to the defenseman, and that's 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 how our four check goes, and that's how our how our sloppiest offense works, which is <laughs> and who cares? Honestly, the way you can that's that's the yeah, way you can show yeah. how good a team is, though. Right, yeah. Is it, if your sloppy yeah, offense works that well, then it's pretty dang good. <laughs> Now, the Stars are not going to score highlight real goals like you see with the Edmonton Oilers or if you see with uh, the Carolina Hurricanes, they've got those huge skill guys. And we do have those guys. We do. We, they're, they're not as 
highly skilled as Svechnikov or McDavid or McKinnon or these guys that are on these giant, you know, cup contending teams. But this team plays with a different style that we don't have to have like a giant superstar to lead this team. And right now, Bonus has, uh, and I, I give full credit and full props to Bonus for what he's done. When he was put in an absolute terrible situation, he, you know, his head coach is fired for alcoholism, for alcohol problems, for alcohol abuse. And then he basically keeps that structure of that team until the pause happens. And then when the pause happens, he goes back through all the tapes and he decides to make it that structure, which worked for that team, and find some way to get an offensive output out of that team, even though it was a defensive structure team. And he did it. And there's not many coaches that can, you know, completely switch like that, get thrown into a situation like that, and be able to get the output that he has. So I'm really happy for him because he's obviously getting towards the end of his career since he's in his 70s and, you know, he's getting up there. He's been teaching. He's teaching. He's been uh, coaching for five decades. So full props to him for uh, finding all this. So um, let's talk about something that uh, I, I really want to mention is – the, and you, we, we kind of already talked about this, and this is why I'm bringing this up. But the effort that we saw in this game compared to the games that we saw in Carolina, especially the first four periods out of those two games against Carolina, was tremendously different. And, Chris, you mentioned it. We were throwing the pucks deep. We were going and getting them, throwing them up to the def- defenseman. Klingberg, someone shooting it from the point, and we're getting tips it's going, and getting garbage goals. Who cares? It's going in the net. And that's what we weren't doing against Carolina. So... I absolutely love the effort that they showed tonight and the the way they changed their style of play tonight. Yeah, and we, we definitely saw that transition in that second Carolina game, right? So we saw them go from doing the same thing in the first game in the first period, second period to kind of figure it out, and the third period they kind of mounted a comeback. So I think that they definitely held on to that and translated that into this game really well. So it seems like whatever it was, they pushed past it, and they've gotten back to playing Stars Hockey because from the get-go, we were we were on them, and it, it was awesome. I think it's a, a testament to the skill of the Hurricanes, number one. Hurricanes are just faster than we are. Um, and when we tried to skate with the Hurricanes, we lost. Um, and when, when we manned up, and we started putting bodies on the hurricanes. We started kicking the little pansies onto the ground, knocking them over. They're like, oh, wait, I can't skate by them anymore. Here, let me try tripping again. Tripping penalty. Retweet. Oh, little wusses. That, I was yelling at that TV, that game. I know this is not that game, but it I made know, me I so remember. angry <laughs> because we were not, we were not hitting. And the beginning of this game – we did a little bit of that skating around garbage, um, and it wasn't as bad an outcome because we're we're faster than the the, the Blue Jackets. But uh, I, I really want them to stick with the let's knock them on their butts and don't let them speed by us. And once we figure that out, that that second game against Carolina was fun. That was a good game. Yeah, and you definitely see the defense is much better in this game. We double them up on block shots. We have a decent amount of hit, hits. It's 10, but, I mean, again, that's kind of scorekeeper stuff, I think. I saw way more than 10 hits, but, you know, very subjective. It's 10 to 12 hits. So, again, score that same thing with giveaways. Scorekeepers can be very subjective with those. 
but it did seem like a, a, a really well-defended game, even though we also got six goals, except for that first half of the third period, which looked kind of sloppy. They were trying to milk it a little yeah. bit, but you can't really blame them when you're up by four goals. <laughs> now, I, I will mention this, that uh, like Chris mentioned, we were actually out-hit, according to the scorekeeper, so uh, we were out yeah, I don't know about all that. Yeah, but... Regular the, season scorekeepers get pretty lazy. Yeah, sometimes, <laughs> but... The, the, the yeah, compared. Go ahead, Dad. Go ahead. No, to compare it to last game, we didn't hit like last game, right? Yeah. So. Well, I, it's I just they were losing. They, <laughs> right, exactly. Well, they were they were harder on the puck. They had there was more physicality to the game, which is the right. I guess I guess that's the word. Like, it's physicality more than hitting, right? Yeah. So it was it was harder for checking than hitting. So that might be what my eyes are seeing that the scorekeeper didn't, but. Whatever. Right, and we were getting the especially when we were down in the uh, offensive zone, and the the puck was being controlled by the by the Blue Jackets. We were sending that extra guy in there to try and put some pressure on them, to, and to where they could not get it out of their zone. And that was something, you know, even sporadically watching the game that I was noticing left and right. It was, I mean, just constantly, just forecheck, forecheck, put pressure, put pressure, and then they would they would, wouldn't be able to get it out of their zone. It'd take them three or four chances, and then they'd have to just, you know, loop the puck out of the zone, and then we get, we get the possession of the puck back, and it's going straight back towards their net. So, uh, yeah, it was uh, just the way they play that needs to be a team game. It's great when players like Pavelski and Ben and whoever get these points and everything, and I love the way Pavelski has been playing, but this is a team. This is, there's not, like, a superstar player on this team. That's what makes this... The Dallas Stars such a great team to watch. Yeah. It, it, was, it was another very good Dallas Stars hockey game. Great. They, they played it the way they wanted to the whole time, and they did everything that they have to do correctly to be a dominant hockey team. And and here they completely outmatched the Blue Jackets. Did you see the pass from Radulov to Guryanov for Guryanov's goal? It didn't look like a pass. I thought it just came out of the front of the crease right to Guryanov's stick. And I was like, how did that happen? And saw it on the replay and went, Radulov just slapped. He slapped past it from the front of the net. It bounced off the goalie. Reds had the puck right in front. And instead of shooting it on goal, he passes it out to the top of the circle to Guryanov. And that's how Guryanov got the goal. I'm going to have to go look at that. I thought it pinballed yeah. around in there. That's it what I was sick. It was sick. I was just like... No way! And I saw the replay. That was that was Rad's pass. So pretty cool. Now, see, I knew I knew we had. There's possibly possibly it was an accident. I didn't, I couldn't see like what he was doing in front <laughs> there, right? But whatever it was, it looked like a direct pass to Guryanov, and he was wide open with an empty net. So I'm giving him credit tonight. <laughs> All right. So you know somebody that we haven't really talked about, Chris. We we've talked about him a little bit, but. Uh, he shows up on the score sheet a lot. Uh, oh, captain, my captain, Jamie Ben with a goal and two assists tonight. Yeah, he, outstanding he, since he came back. I mean, the first game back, he was he was crazy good. Tonight, he was really good. He he looked good all over the ice. So yeah, very happy to have a Jamie Ben back. He looks like he's playing way better than he did the past two seasons. Hopefully, he can keep that up. Right, and it was it. It was interesting. They had the uh, the top two lines. It was different than it has been. In the first four games of the season, when we were on a four-game winning streak, so they threw Ben on a line with Radulov and Pavelski, 
And then Dickinson played with uh, Hens and Garyanov, and that seemed to work, especially for the old guys. So it's like we had the old guy line and the new guy and the young guy line. And <laughs> uh, you know, when you really think about that, go uh, old I guys. Know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> So I know the old guys, and I know that, uh, you know, um, Razor was saying that that was the top line for the Stars. But that second line is still just as scary as, as the quote-unquote top line. So it's almost like yeah. we have two really good Yeah, bring Sagan guys. back on one of those, and, right? And like, <laughs> yeah, right now, right, yeah, right now that... Right now, the second line is especially good too, because Gurionov is playing outstanding right now. Mm-hmm. So is Hints, actually. He's act- I, like I predicted. He's been making some great assists. He, shut up, Ryan. <laughs> Go watch it on YouTube if you want to know. He's been having some great assists. So I've been very happy with the playmaker Ropa Hints. He has shown up. He has now. I, I think the first couple of games after he was out. He was still trying to get his feet back under him, but uh, he was noticeable tonight. Very noticeable oh, yeah. tonight. I go and, back to uh, Jamie Ben with the, uh, the previous game hit on Stahl. The puck was almost close enough. I mean, that was, sort that of. Was <laughs> <laughs> almost <laughs> close enough. <laughs> but that we needed somebody to step up after that first period and and get us into the right mindset and that's what he did yeah he got the penalty on it that time but uh but we killed it, off. it we killed, we killed it off. that we killed it off that was the beginning we of the kill and that's what turned it that's what turned the game around so it was and even though it's obviously not a legal hit it, sometimes you've got to swing emotion like fights aren't legal either so <laughs> a fight would have been we, the same kind of thing so we haven't seen that yet this year i was really wanting something yeah like with that the tonight. new nhl it's almost not worth it just like getting one of your top goal scorers out for five minutes. Yeah, I understand why why it's not worth it. So, it, it, it's fighting in hockey is weird now. I think it still has its place for when your team is really in need of something, but you can do the same thing and get a minor penalty for interference. <laughs> All right, that's so sad. I, I know I know that we're only playing interdivisional games this year and everything, and I know he's forty two, but please, just once, I would love to see a fight between Alexiak and Chara. Just once, <laughs> just once. I mean, Chara, Chara is Chara is six eight, two hundred and sixty five pounds, and Alexiak is six seven, two hundred and fifty five pounds. You, you should write to just them and once, tell them. I would love just tell them. Just write write to them and say, hey, we we really want to talk about this. We've talked about it on on our podcast, and we really want you guys to go at it. So uh, do it for us. Just once, I would love to see it. But you know, I think this is his last year, anyways. But man, I would love to see it. Maybe in the playoffs, we'll see. That's right. Who knows? All right. So next stat. We're winning night. seven to one. Maybe you can go beat him up. Kind of. I'd be fine with that. That'd be fine. <laughs> another thing. That's fine. Um, another stat I want to point out tonight. Um, how 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 many times do you think Bonus said? Just throw the puck at the net tonight and just see what happens. <laughs> we actually had a season-high 33 shots on goal tonight versus the Columbus Blue Jackets 26. We have not had a game over 30 shots besides this game at the beginning of the season. We, we haven't had a game over 30 shots, and we have three games with over six, that, po- with over six goals. That is exactly what I was thinking, too. I was just like, how does that is, That is insane. That shows, how, that shows how great our shots are. Like the Nashville. shots that we take are always really good. Yeah. Detroit, 
does it doesn't matter if you're scoring that often you're doing something right no matter what the hockey team is okay nashville can still be seen as a comeback team this year and a lot of people picked them to make the playoffs even over the stars so i didn't so no a lot of people and then the guy who put the stars fourth and then and then behind the blue jackets what happened? Put them behind these same two jackets. Wow, man! The ones that we just played tonight. Yeah, you know what, the ones what was that looked really oh, bad. Okay, no. okay, the Six really bad three? team. Oh. I knew I was gonna hear it tonight. Um, <laughs> no, wait. There was a there was a bright side from the Blue Jackets. Our favorite player scored. Seth Jones. Yay! Yeah, that's true. The jerseys. I want this to happen every night. I want us to win by three goals and Seth Jones to score. Yeah, well, I thought the jerseys were the highlight for the for the Blue Jackets tonight. Oh, those jerseys are ugly. I'm sorry. I was expecting really? Chara with those jerseys. No, yeah. When so oh. when I first and, and and Chris can back me up on this because when we did a podcast, we weren't even intending to talk about the reverse retro jerseys, and then we just kind of went on a 30 minute random tangent on these jerseys. And the Columbus jersey was actually one of my favorites. But I when liked I saw it. it on the ice, when I saw it on the ice, I was like, that thing is. Ugly. It just looks like a Capitals jersey. It does. Like the, the Columbus yeah, I mean, Blue Jackets, and they're in all red. The Columbus okay. Capitals. The Columbus, Columbus Capitals. Yeah. Red Jackets. Red Jackets. No, the I Red do. Coats. Now, well, it's I, a reverse retro, right? <laughs> reverse retro. They went from American to British. <laughs> reverse. The extra reverse for that. So, all right. I do have Seth Jones. Different wars, too, right? <laughs> I don't know, dude. <laughs> it was one of those wars, one of the shooty, one of the shooty things. Okay, so anyway, so what's even funnier that is that we haven't even mentioned his name uh, tonight because this was probably the biggest, you know, storyline of the evening coming in. Not even talking about the stars and the fact that they're four one and one coming into the game. Patrick Laine makes his debut with the Columbus Blue Jackets along with uh, Jack Roslovic uh, together for the first time. And nowhere to be I think be somebody mentioned Line A earlier, didn't they? Did we? I don't think we did. I thought we said something about Line A, but who cares? Uh, maybe I, we did. I, I think but, it might have been me. Uh, well, yeah, he, he wasn't very noticeable. He Star was killer? Trash. No, he Star wasn't. Killer? Question mark? Yeah, I mean that's to nope. be expected when you're just thrown on the line. I mean, like, yeah, <laughs> like, he didn't true. even have practice yesterday. He had a morning skate, and then he said, "Okay, go play." Yeah, and he, and he <laughs> so, went, okay, yeah, went and played with their best players, just like right like that. So, um, it is going to take some time for him to get adjusted to the uh, Columbus Blue Jacket system, and it's going to be really interesting with John Tortorella because, you know, John Tortorella is probably the most animated coach in the NHL when it comes to like media interviews and stuff like that. So uh, we'll, we'll see how that goes with him. Hopefully he never gets going for the Stars. I, I thought for fi- for once we finally got rid of him this year. Like we finally got rid of him. We don't have to play him this year unless somehow we make it to the semifinals in the playoffs, and so does Winnipeg. And then he gets traded to Columbus, who happens to be in our division this year. So I was like, of course, really. So I was like, thank you, Yarmo Kekalainen and whoever the – uh, Winnipeg person is, and uh, yeah, the Winnipeg uh, person. The Win- Gosh, I, I hate I, you. I don't remember Winnipeg person. You're gonna have to say his name that other name again because that was. It, yeah, great. that's the only reason why I remember his name. It's so much fun to say. Yarmo Kekalainen. <laughs> Yarmo Kekalainen. Yarmo. I like the Winnipeg person better. That's way more fun to say. <laughs> that's oh, the other shovel day off. Shovel day off. That's his name. 
Rashad okay. Rudolph is his last name. Okay. Anyway. Last talking point we want to talk about Otter. Sure, he had a good game. What did y'all think? Eh, I did not think he had a good game. I thought it was okay. I mean, I thought he was fine. He he made all the saves he had to make, but like he didn't make any any big saves. He made a couple of good saves. Now that second goal, like, he made a couple of good saves. Yeah, not nothing but, like Dobby style, like the the couple of saves that we've seen from him, like in the last minute of the game or right before overtime or whatever. But uh, the especially that second goal, uh, the the second goal, I I wish he had not done gone for the poke check on that one. But uh, I forget which one it was that he was screened. That it was either the first. Yeah, that was the third one. one. The third one. It was. That I was think it was the first fault. and the third one. Well, the, especially the third one was not his fault. He just couldn't see. Yeah. It. So it's not his fault, but I mean, I don't know. I I just it seems like he doesn't have much experience like fighting for vision. You know, that's kind of a big thing with NHL goalies. So it seems like he's not real adept at that. So hopefully that's something he can figure out, especially from Dobby, who's really good at that. <laughs> So. Well, and especially since Dobby is 5'11", so he has to be good at that because he's so yeah, short. Exactly. Uh, NHL standard-wise. And then, you know, Jay Gottinger is 6'5". So, it's big. There's a lot of 6'5 guys in the NHL, yeah. though. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, you know, that's something – that's a good point. That's something that he can learn from Dobby. And uh, and I Razor even mentioned it when, when they were talking about it. It just comes with age sometimes when you're going through this. It, it's really hard to get game action where, you, you know, you've got three, four bodies in front of you and you're trying to locate the puck. And I'm glad they gave him this game to, to – I mean, he needs, the, he needs that consistent playing time to, uh, to be able to figure all that stuff out. And uh, yep. Yep. hey, nice to get two wins under his belt early and uh, second win here and, uh, and his team's playing in front of him. Uh, didn't have to face too many – really good shots um right. you know and and, and goal support <laughs> more yeah. than yeah. if i mean if they're gonna give him five goals every time we should pl- probably play him every game <laughs> right I mean. yeah yeah the, the, the team has played really well in front of him for both the games he's played and it i think it definitely is good that they've put both goalies kind of on a more regular schedule it seems like just to get him more reps and dobby more rest and i think that's totally worth it because like we talked about in the preseason i was kind of expecting it's kind, uh, of every night it's kind of surprised that, uh, last night <laughs> that he got to play today. I think people were kind of surprised that they pulled that out. And uh, I, we lost you, Chris. Restate. Oh. Uh, hockey, good. <laughs> Otter, good. We all good. <laughs> good night. <laughs> All right. Stars win. Yeah, stars win. Uh, we'll catch you guys again on Thursday. Uh, same thing, same place, same time, I think, probably against the Blue Jackets. Go old um, guys. Yeah, go old guys. They are the, the difference makers tonight. Um, old guys win, 6-3. to 6-3. Three. Six to three. Um, go and uh, follow us on Twitter, Starcastic R. You can follow us, like us on Facebook, Starcastic Remarks. Uh, you can also find us on our YouTube channel where we're trying to post more videos daily. But uh, we'll see how that goes. And then um, you can also let, uh, follow us on our Instagram. Uh, Chris, you got anything else to say? More hockey's on Thursday at 7 Eastern time. 7 Eastern, so 6 Central. Dad, you got anything to say? Kill the Blue Jackets. There's no way they're ever going to be third in our division. 
third in the division. Imagine. I am okay for proving my for them proving me wrong. Seems oh. like Ryan's been real happy about being wrong recently, everybody. I'm okay. I'm okay with that. <laughs> Give right. it to him in the Apple review section. <laughs> Give right. us a four star just because our host is so bad at predictions. <laughs> <laughs> Along with Dad and with Chris, I'm Ryan. Good night, everybody. We'll catch you guys on the flip side. Good night. <laughs>